Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Please be seated. It's our healing service. So good to have you here this morning. <clears throat> and I'm really believing God uh, to touch lives. I don't have any doubt that God is willing and God will touch lives this morning. I tell you the message, he's done all things well. He's done all things well. I'm speaking about Jesus. He has done all things well. And this is taken out of a scripture, a verse from scripture concerning Jesus after he had done a miracle. They brought somebody that was deaf and mute and Jesus touched this person and healed the person so that the person can both hear and speak. They were astonished, he says in, in Mark 7, verse 37. They were astonished beyond measure. They couldn't believe themselves as to see, to, just to watch what God has done. He say, then they said, he has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. He has done all things well. Now let me tell you this. Jesus will do all things well by you this morning. He will do all things well by your life this morning. In Jesus' name, God will do that for us. Now, in Acts chapter 26, verse 8, Paul was talking to Agrippa, the king, and defending himself. And he said to King Agrippa, Why should it be thought incredible by you that God raises the dead? Why is it an incredible thing for you to hear that this almighty God can raise the dead? Not God's going to raise the dead. Not God has raised the dead. God raises the dead. God's still raising the dead today. Why should it be thought incredible that God can raise somebody who is dead? Why should you think it impossible or incredible that God can heal cancer? Why would you think it incredible that God can heal your marriage? Why would you think it impossible or incredible that God can heal your finances? Why would you think it incredible that God can turn your life, your whole life around and make something brand new out of your life that is broken or dead? There is nothing God cannot do. Don't think it incredible when it's God that's doing it. Don't think it incredible. There is nothing that's incredible with God. We are the ones that with great distance. Well, that's a headache. Uh, God can heal the headache and the cancer and the broken limb all at once. 
it means nothing to him. They are one and the same to God. He can't be incredible. So we shouldn't think it incredible that God's going to heal somebody this morning. So God's going to heal you this morning, no doubt about it. God's going to heal. We have greater mysteries in the scriptures than that. Hello? <laughs> greater mysteries. In Revelation chapter 13 verse 8, he says, Jesus, that's the nations, the people were worshipping, because Jesus was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Jesus was slain from the foundation of the world. Before you were born. Before Calvary. Before the cross. This is a mystery. Jesus was slain from the foundation of the world. Before everything was. And you read in Revelation chapter 11. You read, and they overcame him. By the blood of the Lamb. There was war in heaven. Before the earth was. Before Satan came to the world. Before Jesus came to the world. He tells us that there was war in heaven. And the devil fought. The dragon fought. And the angels of God also fought. And their place was not found in heaven. They were driven to the earth. That The earth was already here. Adam was already here possibly. But they were driven into the earth. But they had the blood then. Even before Jesus came into our world. Because the Bible says, and they overcame Satan by the blood. What blood? I thought we were talking about Calvary. Where Jesus was the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. Your healing was purchased before the world was. Your salvation was purchased before the world was. God has already completed this work before the manifestation of it on the earth. That's why Paul was asking, why would you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? Why? That's because of our minds, humans. But he's God. His ways are higher than our ways. More than that, in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1, he says, Who has believed our report? Who has believed our report? And to whom is the harm of the Lord revealed? But then in verse 4, he tells us, Surely he has borne. This was about a thousand years before Jesus came. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Not going to, he's already done it. The sickness and the pain you have in you, Jesus already had it on him from the foundation of the world. He bore it. So God established it from the foundation of the world that this should not be part of your life. It was established. He bore our grief. The word grief, there should have been translated Sickness. The literal meaning of that word in the Hebrew was sickness. So surely he bore your sickness. And the word pain, sorrows, that word means pain. Makob means pain. Jesus not going to, he bore from the foundation of the world. 
He bore that for us. He says, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was not going to be wounded. He was wounded thousand years before Calvary. Hello? You guys are too quiet. Say it with me. A thousand years before Calvary. You were healed. We are just enjoying the manifestation. Amen. But he was wounded. Who has believed our report? God's report is you were healed from the foundation of the world. He healed you. Established before you were born. Settled in heaven by God himself. Before you were born. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Notice he's using the word past. And by his stripes we are healed. He made it very clear to us. And so when Jesus came, he began to establish this. Now if you read in in, uh, Matthew chapter 10, beginning from verse 7, he says, let's read that scripture, please put that up. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of God is at hand. Heal the sick. As you go, preach, Saying, the kingdom of God is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. And cast out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. I believe I have received that power. Amen. As I go preaching the gospel, yes, as I go preaching the gospel, I heal the sick. I cleanse skin diseases. Notice it didn't say Jesus is going to do that. You go preach. Who said that? And you need to speak to me. Who said that? Who was he talking to? I mean, you're talking, you don't act like you're really convinced. Say it back to me. Who said that? Who was he talking to? And so you received the power to raise the dead? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you go preach. Preach. And as you preach, don't forget to heal the sick. Amen. Don't forget to cleanse skin diseases. God can do it. Why should you think it incredible that God raises the dead? But he tells you there, raise the dead. I'm still looking for it. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you have, not going to, freely you have received. Say it with me. Freely I have received. I believe I have received. 
Oh, yes. You know, one, there was a young man, 24 years old, just learning to be a preacher. It was in a church, an AG church. True story. And he went to church, and his pastor read this scripture and preached. He was restless. After the meeting, he went to the pastor's house or somewhere to meet with the pastor. He said, Pastor, this thing that you preached, who said that? Say that with me. Who said that? Yeah. Pastor said, it's Jesus. So he said to the pastor, can I do that? He was focusing on raising the dead. He said, Pastor, raise the dead. Can I do that? Pastor said, yes, you can do it. He said, wow. So he turned around and said, Pastor, have you done that? And Pastor said, no. He said, hmm. But Pastor, can I do it? Pastor said, yes. True story. So he went on his bicycle from 11 o'clock in the morning. Everywhere he saw people gathering by our home, he assumed somebody was dead. He said, uh, do you have some, did somebody die in this place? And he said, no. He, he'd go to another place and he said, hey, uh, you have any dead person here? And somebody asked him, what do you want to do with the dead? He said, my pastor said, I should raise him up. He said, he went around town. Everywhere, from street to street. Finally, he found a place where a young girl had died. And he said, you have any dead person here? And they said, yes, hallelujah, good. He said, what's hallelujah about this? He says, because my pastor said, I should raise him up. You raise, her, raise this girl up. So he went in, true story. And, and they gave the child, they believed him. Young man, 24 years old. They gave the child to him. And he carried the child. And then he said, I prayed. After praying, I said, God, uh, you've said in your word, um, so heal the child. And then he looked at the girl. The girl was more dead than before he started to pray. <laughs> Nothing happened. He said he was looking for a way to get out of the place. And then he thought, let me go to that scripture, Mark chapter 5, and check how Jesus raised that little girl. The whole room was packed with individuals. True story, I'm telling you. With all kinds of people in there wanting to see what was going to happen. And then he saw that Jesus drove everybody out. He said, all of you out. Jesus said, I should drive all of you out. Including the mom. And then he went back to the scripture and read. And uh, his, his, Jesus said to the girl, Talita uh, Kumi, but damsel in the Old Testament, I mean uh, King James, damsel arise. So he said, he went out to them. He said, uh, what's the name of this girl? The girl in the Bible, her name is damsel. And <laughs> you need to tell me the name of this girl. And so they told him the name, so he went back, and, 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 and this time, <laughs> he put the girl, he took the girl, put the girl down, and then said, in the name of Jesus, 
mentioned the name of the girl and said, Arise. Five seconds. And she sneezed. And he took the girl in his arm, according to the scriptures, and brought the mother. Yeah, you got your child. And then he went back, because he was new at this. He went back to the scriptures and found uh, where Jesus said, Give her something to eat. Say, Hey, mama, give her something to eat. <laughs> and then he got on his bicycle, going back again to town, looking for somebody uh, that was dead. He went through town, nobody that day. So he went back home. A big denomination came out of that. Huge denomination back in Africa. Why should it be thought incredible that God raises the dead? Not going to God is still God. We have limited the Holy One of Israel because we will not believe. But God's still on the throne. And I'm fully convinced God wants to do the same here this morning. He's going to heal this morning. No matter what you have. No matter how long you've had it. You've had it. God wants to heal you this morning. In 1988, back in the, I was back visiting my country. And somebody brought a book in my hand. God had been speaking to me so much about healing the sick. I knew how to help people receive the Holy Spirit, but healing the, healing the sick, every time God spoke to me, why don't you pray for the sick? I'll tell him, Master, please, can we go to the uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit thing? This stuff about uh, healing, I don't have any understanding. I can't do it. I really can't. I remember my mother, her eyes, she couldn't see at night. That's how tough I was. My mother said to me, Good luck, why don't you put your hands over my eyes and pray? I said, Mama, that's not my ministry. <laughs> I can't do that. And so, but I would do it because Mama said to do it. And she, later she says, I can see faintly. Why don't you do it again? But in my mind, no, I can't do that. I really don't understand. But then God put into my hand the book written by Charles and Francis Hunter. How to Heal the Sick. I read through that book and I was looking for a place to practice. And I went to this church that they gave me, a lay person, but they gave me opportunity to preach. I did. I prayed for the sake according to what was written, what I got from the book and confirmed by scripture. I was astounded by what God did. So many, even the preacher was surprised. So many people were healed. Because God is a healer. God wants to heal. God wants to heal. In John chapter 11, some, the, Jesus loved Martha and her sister, Mary, and Lazarus. And Lazarus was sick. So they sent a message to Jesus. They said, the one whom you love, he's sick. And if you read the verse in verse 5, he tells you this. 
Now Jesus loved Martha and his sister Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. He loved them. The man was sick, even to death. And it is believed that when Jesus, when they finally found Jesus, and they were telling him, he was already dead. He was already dead. Because by the time Jesus arrived, he had been dead, buried for days. He's been in the grave. John the Baptist wanted to know for sure if Jesus was the one that the Father has called, has anointed to be the Messiah. Sent a message to him. And he said, are you the one or should we look for another one? You can find out, find that out in Mark, I believe Mark chapter 5. He said, Jesus said, go tell him. Go tell him. What you have seen and what you have heard. The blind see. The lame walk. The deaf hear. And then he added, the dead are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. And then he added, tell him, tell him. Blessed are those who, are not, who don't take offense in me. And that settled it for him. But when Jesus heard about, about Lazarus, he stayed for two more days. And after two days, he was going back because he knew and told his disciples, he's dead. He's dead. When Jesus arrived, you can read that in verse 21 of uh, John 11. It says there, Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, He will give it you. Even now, say that with me, even now, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But now my brother is dead. But even now, say it with me, even now I know. Yes, my brother is dead. But even now I know. Nothing is impossible. Whatever. Say it with me, whatever. 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 You ask the Father, He will give it to you. No matter what's been dead in your life, even now, I know, I know, my brother is dead and he's been dead for four days. 
He's been buried. But with God, nothing is impossible. I know you, Jesus, that even though the situation is this bad, even now, I know that whatever, whatever, what is the whatever in your life? Do you know? If you want Bible time miracles, you have to have Bible type faith. Hello? Even now, I know that's what God wants for us. It doesn't matter what the problem is. It doesn't matter whether it's cancer. It doesn't matter how tough the problem is. It doesn't matter how long it's been there in your life. If you know, without a doubt, you know what Jesus replied her? Your brother will rise again. Your marriage will rise again. Your health will rise again. Your finances will rise again. Your relationships will be put back together again. No matter what it is, if you know that even now, I know, God will do it for you. So today I know. As you saw the story, went forth. And give me time this morning because I got stuff to do. Amen. Jesus, Mary went back, Martha went back and told Mary, Jesus is here. And Mary ran out, weeping, and saying, Hey, if you, were, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus groaned. Jesus wept with them. But then Jesus said, Where did you bury him? And they took Jesus to the place they buried him. And it was a cave. And a stone was rolled over it. I read in verse 38 here. John 11. And Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave. And a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha the sister of him who was dead said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench. For he has been dead for days. Made it very clear. He's been dead for days. And Jesus' replies, I told you, if you believe, you see the glory of God. But look at this story. A stone was put in the front of the, the door of the cave. That stone represents, in my mind, that stone represents sin. And the cave, that's dark in there. And there's a stench in there. Until sin is rolled away, so that light can come into your cave, you decay. If you stay in the cave, you decay. If you continue to stay in the cave, you will continue to decay. You can't help yourself. Lazarus couldn't roll the stone away. He needed.
needed the words of Jesus and people preaching to get the cave, I mean the stone, out so that Jesus can speak to your life. Amen. So that Jesus can speak to your life. It doesn't matter what's been dead in that cave. If you make Jesus your Lord, everything's going to come back alive. Jesus first. Take the sin out. You can take that up, but be willing. When the message comes, be willing. Yes, I want to get out of the cave. I want to be free. If Lazarus wanted to die, he wouldn't have sent the sister to go get fed, look for Jesus. Okay, he was he was cooperating with his. He wanted to live. You gotta want it. They rolled the stone away, and Jesus spoke. Lazarus, come forth. Raising the dead. Lazarus, that's in in, uh, John chapter 11, 43 and 44. Jesus cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with great clothes. How did he do that? He was bound. He heard the command and he did what was told. How? I don't know. But that's what's wrong with us when we are to receive miracles from God. If you are lame and Jesus gives the word, don't sit in your chair wondering what next. Get up from that chair. (laughs) Lazarus did. Stand up and receive your healing. Jesus was praying over a man that had a withered hand. Not praying, really. He gave him a command. He said he looked at the man with the withered hand and said, Stretch out your hand. And the man stretched it out, and the hand was restored whole as the other. You have a part to play. If you're going to get out of the cave, get up. Get out. Don't stay in there and stare and wonder, What should I do? Get up. Get out. If you are sick in the body... After prayer, get ready to get well. While they are praying, your mind is ready. He's going to be gone. He's going to be gone. He's going to be gone. He's gone. You got to believe with all of your heart. We don't have to cry and pray like the pastor, the young pastor that was trying to raise the dead. Oh, Father. He said he cried. Nothing worked. (laughs) Until he did the work. He went back to the word. We have to go back to the Word. Amen? And the Lord Jesus is here this morning. God hates both sin and sickness. Because both of them are evil. Sin kills. Sickness also kills. So God hates them both. That's why He puts sickness on His Son. Matthew chapter 8 tells us this, verse 16 and 17. The word of God tells us that Jesus himself bore our sicknesses and our diseases. He did. Jesus did. And when, can I hear the word from you? When 
when? From the foundation of the world. It was the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Revelation 13 verse 8. That's when your healing was purchased. Back then. Now is the time of the manifestation. God wants to heal you today. God wants to heal you today. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good. Did you know healing the sick is doing good? That's doing good. Hello? That's why Jesus says, freely you have received and freely give. When you give, you're doing good, right? (laughs) That's what you're doing. When you heal the sick, you're doing good. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Why? So he can go do good. How is he doing good? Healing the sick. Everyone oppressed by the devil. Everyone oppressed by the devil. Psalm 103, beginning from verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Can you say that with me? Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And do not forget all of His benefits. Notice how God puts both together. Who forgives how many of your iniquities? All of your iniquities. Who heals all of your sicknesses? And you don't you say, except this one that I just got this last night. God wants to heal. And when does He want to do it? Even now. I know. Even now, I know. God wants to heal you now. Amen? doesn't matter what's going on in your body. God wants to heal you now. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You see, I'm not nervous. <laughs> Maybe you are. But there's no need, no need to be. Because guess what? He's here. Jesus is here. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And he will be Jesus, just like in Bible days, right here this morning. Amen. So I know God is going to heal you. I mean, I want the touch of Jesus this morning. You're going to be touched. You're going to be touched. We don't have to lay hands and read the whole of Psalm 93 to, for you to be healed. We just lay hands according to what Jesus said. Amen. And God heals you. But you got to take it. Freely you have received and freely give. Amen? It's time to practice. Hello? It's time to practice. Yes. Yes. He's here. Amen. Amen. So, I'm going to start. If you got some back issue, would you come up here, please? Or your death, or your ear problem, would you come up? (coughs) Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. You're ready to get your healing? And you say, even now? Yeah. What's the matter? Tell me what you're preaching. Yeah. Okay, just tell me. Yes. Okay. Okay. Some loss of hearing. Open. In Jesus' name. Open. Can you tell any difference? Can I whisper there? Can you hear? Is there any way you can tell? Is there any way I can just demonstrate to you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? It's okay. Is the ear open? Thank you, Jesus. It's feeling like it's open. I 